0: Good morning. Welcome to Energy Works. This morning we're talking about manifesting financial abundance. So I wanted to be able to get clear on some of these things. For me, financial abundance has been sometimes elusive and, you know, I didn't know exactly how I was going to make it all happen. So I wanted you to understand too that manifesting financial abundance is also about being able to love yourself because when we love ourselves then we feel good about ourselves we take care of ourselves we take care of what we need to and the universe then shows us or god shows us that that he loves us too and so then we are shown by being blessed in different ways that we are loved so self-love is not about being selfish though. So sometimes we can get caught up between this idea of being spiritual means that we have to be, you know, always turning the other cheek and being able to kind of take everything, throw yourself on the floor and be able to, you know, just suck everything up and not let anything bother you. But I don't think that's what the Lord intended. I think, or the universe, however you see it, I think it's like... We're supposed to show respect to other people and we're supposed to show respect to ourselves, but we can't show respect to anyone else unless we show respect to ourselves. Because really what happens is how we feel about ourselves is what other people reflect back to us. Now I never understood this principle. It took me years to understand this principle. It was like, you know, I moaned and carried on about, you know, things my husband did and, and you know, how he got to have all the fun and I was stuck at home with the kids and he used to say to me, "Oh, you know, we used to have these massive arguments about this, you know. Oh, you know, you need to have a life of your own." He'd tell me, and he was right. It's like, how can I? I have all these kids and I can't, you know, do do anything? And I, you know, was very victim. So in the end, I decided that I too would play squash. So I just dragged my kids along to squash, and I actually quite enjoyed that, and that helped me to get out. Also, when I started to do more things that I wanted myself, like then, um, now that sounds kind of selfish, but it's like... I was doing things to help people, but it wasn't until I sort of um, looked into it a bit further, there was different ways that I could manifest and I didn't really understand all this stuff. So I started doing things and working with a coach or two because I needed extra help. And as I was doing this, it was like, it's like everyone started to be nicer to me and it was like everyone started helping me. And like, you know, I had a friend that would rock up at my house out of the blue with, dinner and lunch and send me a text when I was doubting myself and you know just there would be so much encouragement and I had another friend too that was equally helpful and in the end my husband you know offered to print my manuals and he you know he took a whole day because I didn't understand it back at that time to put it all in one document so it was like all these documents and every time we changed something all the mothers would change on the others you know it was quite a, um intense thing for me to uh, to do that. So, and I didn't understand that whole principle until then. And even then I still struggle to understand it sometimes. And so I think this is important for, you know, each of us to understand that this manifesting money is really about self-love. And it's, it's hard to have self-love in this day and age. And I think, you know, sometimes we feel we have to be a certain way or do a certain amount of things to be of value. Which is not true, but it's, you know, where we get stuck. Now I just wanted to say a little welcome to those that have joined on live, nice to have you here. If you want to make a comment or you know raise something or you'd like to have something worked on, if you press star 2 you can raise your hand and then I will know that you want to speak. So uh, you're welcome to speak and join in, I'm so happy to have you on the call. So. So this self-love thing, I think this has to be one of the most elusive things that, well, to me anyway. Some people I know are very good at it. Their boundaries are strong and they just say, no, I'm not doing that. And for me, it's kind of all tangled up in being a good mother. And you know, if I say no, then, you know, I'll miss that opportunity. And so it's kind of becomes very convoluted. So I think the bottom line it comes down to is going into your heart and feeling what you really feel is the right thing to do at any moment and not what your head tells you necessarily because sometimes that's your ego and your ego, you know, is very good at pulling up all the negatives and why you shouldn't be successful now and, you know, it's not the right time to have a go at that and, you know, that person mightn't like to hear from you and why would they want to learn what you have to tell them? And all this negativity is usually mostly coming from between your ears and so learning to be able to shut out that ego, it means you just have to go back to your heart and really follow where you are led. Now, if you're a religious person, you would say that's following the spirit spirit if you're a universe person it's like tuning into divinity and understanding that you will always be led that you are of so much worth that you will always be taken care of and that you know someone will meet your needs in some way and if there is no one that you'll be shown how to meet the needs yourself and I can't emphasize that this is important enough now having said that I one of my most painful struggles ever is this self doubt thing. Ah, oh, if I could knock it on the head for good I would get the hammer and do it. But it's it's about me learning to trust that I can do it. And I'm sure that for most of you that happens too. We have moments of brilliance where we do really well and it feels terrific and we just know we're on purpose. But you know, the ego works over time to bring up a few more fears so that you doubt yourself. So to have this financial abundance then is about believing that God or the universe wants to bless you and to be living your life the best that you can and, you know, taking up the offers that are available from God or the universe to be loved and to be accepted and for that being to be shown to you in a monetary value as well. Now, money for the sake of the money <laughs> Doesn't really sounds good in theory, but it's it's not about the money. It's about what you want to do with the money and what the money represents for you, to your family, to your business, to your purpose in life. They are the things that really count and that really are important to us and so it's about the experiences that we want to have with the money and knowing exactly what it is that you want to experience is important because otherwise it's like kids that study for their high school certificate So I'm not sure what you call that in the States, but it's like the certificate at the end of high school and the one that enables you to be able to go to university if you want to. So if you are just going for a good HSC but you don't know what you want to do, there is no incentive. Incentive comes when you know what it is you want to study and then then you really want, you know, with all every cell in your being to make that happen and so that's an important thing for you to do. So I can't stress enough how important it is that you know what you want to experience. And, you know, sometimes it's doing things with your family, you know, wanting to go and see parts of the world or it might be being able to go camping or get in touch with nature with your family. You know, all those sort of things are really what's important. So all these things are very important to being able to manifest the things that you want. All right, so if we start talking about clearing energy around these things, oh, let me do just one one thing too. So if you can you know itemize the things that you you know that you really want so that you're kind of making a list or a vision board works, a painting, something that's there physically reminding you of your goals and what what it is that you want to achieve. Now, I have a, a close friend who talks a lot about neutrality. So neutrality is to knowing what you want, But being okay with the manner in which it will be presented to you because sometimes the things we want don't come through the normal pathways that we might think. I don't know the example I can think of that before my father died he was not very well for years and his family in Holland wanted him to go back and visit but they were terrified of him being sick so they paid for me to go to Holland with him. So that blessing came through a, a strange means, like it wasn't how I would expect to be able to go to Holland and visit my family. It's like, you know, we have to be aware, and I think this is where the gratitude comes in too, that you don't know how that will be manifested to you. Now we think, you know, literally has to be like this and this is the way it will happen, but it's not necessarily that way. And being open to how that will happen is really important. And being grateful already, for what will come is important too. And sometimes that's a bit hard to get your head round. All right, so if I clear energy just around that little point, that's a generational problem on dad's side. And it goes back to his father. And there's some anger in there and you know anger can be about you know why things didn't go in a certain way you know and back dad's dad if it was my dad's dad you know there were wars and there was poverty and there were difficult things to overcome and if I say I'm okay without poverty it's like no so isn't it interesting as a chiropractor I find all the time people say oh I have this terrible sore neck and I really hate it and I don't want it anymore and we'll muscle test with their arms you know I'm okay without my sore neck and their arm goes sailing down down and they're so shocked so really every problem that we manifest is part of our learning and we're so angry with the problem or you know the lack or whatever the whatever it is that we get angry about it and you know say we don't want it but really we're not seeing the thing that we have to learn from it and I think it's almost like as soon as you fuck a computer program you know as soon as you get the right answer ding the next question comes and I think life is a bit like that Alright, so this I'm okay without poverty comes from Dad's side again and fear. Now, having money or having abundance also comes with its own set of problems, so sometimes you can attract more leechy friends. It's like we see having the money as the solution to all our problems, but it won't be like that. There will always be problems, so it's like seeing the money then as a vehicle for you to obtain more happiness and more great life experiences with yourself, with your family, with your friends, is really what it's about. All right now something age 15 comes up and this vulnerability and I would have to say with having treated so many people that age 15 comes up a lot. And I think age 15 is when we're starting to question exactly how our parents think. We're starting to question what our real values are. We're starting to question, is what we're doing, is that really how I want to live my life? Is this what I want for myself? And so like being able to understand what you really want and sometimes what we really want will conflict with people around us can be challenging, you know, because we all want to be loved by our family and we want to be accepted by our family and we want to be accepted and still be able to make our choices. You know, this can bring up huge conflict and, you know, depends on how your parents operated, whether they were, you know, able to allow you to have some say or whether they were controlling. Now, I have to say, I was probably a control freak parent and, you know, the first five boys in my family, I think they copped it in the neck, but, you know, they've, they've had to do their own rebels and do their own, you know, life to be able to work out who they are and what's important and valuable to them. As a parent, we find that horrendously scary because because we want to control everything and we want to save our children from having bad experiences. But how did we learn? Through difficult experiences. So there is a kind of vulnerability that we have to face, but that vulnerability is also necessary to tune into your heart. All right, now a little bit more generational stuff hiding in here under mum, mum's dad. And what comes up is here is I know how to be prosperous. Now, it's an interesting thing when you work with people. So, so people say, well, uh, you know, I want to earn, you know, X amount of money in a year. And I'll say, okay. And so then we muscle test them and we see, you know, I'm, you know, I'm equal or worthy to that amount of money. And nine times out of 10, they're not. And so it's like if we are not vibrating at that level the money may come to us but we can't keep it and it's, so it's like as fast as it comes in it's like we have a leaky bucket and it just pours out the bottom so we have to be equal to what we're asking for and have our energy equal to that to be able to hold what it is that we want all right so safety be prosperous comes up as well now in australia we have a thing called the tall poppy syndrome so tall poppy syndrome is where you know if someone is a bit higher or do better than us does better than us we want to chop them down down, you know, who, who do you think you are that you could be better than me, you know, which is an awful characteristic. So it's like we need to be encouraging of every person to be successful because there is enough room for everyone to be successful in their own right and so the safety to be prosperous can be quite a, a big deal. All right, a little bit more generational stuff here from Dad. All right, so I'm okay without poverty is strong now, that's really good. I know how to be prosperous That's strong, it's safe to be prosperous. All right, so it's safe to manifest good things and I'm the right person to manifest good things because often we believe other people can do it but we can't and we can add good times in there as well. So I'm the right person to manifest good things and good times. All right, age 15 comes up again and emotional repression shows up here. Age 20 comes up as well, age 33, 37. And we might use an essential oil here as well. So bergamot comes up. So bergamot is the oil of self-acceptance. I'm hopeful, encouraged and confident. I release the faulty core beliefs of being bad, unlovable and not good enough. I feel comfortable revealing my true thoughts and feelings. I offer my inner self the courage to share itself authentically and I think there's an important point to be made here too. People buy from us or follow us or go with us because of what we believe. So you may, you know, be able to buy the same product a little bit cheaper elsewhere, but because you believe in what someone's doing, you would be willing to pay a little bit extra for the same thing from another person who you know has a good heart and is what they are doing and what they believe in is what you believe in and you want to support them. So this talking about what you believe and being authentic and being real and sharing when you're scared or you know how things are really does help other people and they need to know that we feel fear. I've been totally paralyzed by fear many times and I do things because I've committed to do it not because it feels comfortable and safe and I think that's important for everyone to understand it won't always feel comfortable and safe to do the things you need to do but sharing this vulnerability and what you really want in your heart is what attracts people to you and you will find your tribe doing that and your tribe are people that get you they want to hear you and they want to know what you think and believe and they're with you on your struggle and as you share your struggle and you know it doesn't have to be a you know pity party but you know as you share the things that you struggle with people feel more love and understanding towards you and they are, will will be with you and the people that don't get you they're not your tribe anyway don't worry about them just keep waving and say yeah see ya we don't need to be mean or nasty but you know some people won't get us that's okay all right now something shows in in the seat right foot the feeling of being stifled. Now sometimes you know we're trying to manifest and we're putting effort in and we're trying to support the people under us or around us but as we do it it's like they they are struggling and you know it's like we can't get our head above water almost. Well it's like if someone's got a pillow over your head. Alright so this got a generational component too from mum and we might use another oil here. So Cheer. So now I'm using, what is it, emotions and essential oils. So, Uplifting Blend encourages individuals who are overcome by feelings of hopelessness and helplessness. Now I have to say, some days that's me for sure. It restores one's hope when they have been stretched beyond the limits of their endurance. This blend inspires faith that life will work out for the best despite difficulties and setbacks. Uplifting blend reminds individuals there's so much more to life than the hardship they are experiencing and should determinedly hold on until they regain the hope and the joy they feel they've lost. So I think that's very appropriate at this time. So you could use that as a perfume or if you don't like the smell you could put it on your feet. Put on your big toes with their brain points. Let's just go a little bit into the chakras here for a second. So the fourth chakra is the heart chakra and it's about loving and forgiving. So feeling that I am lovable. And I think you know when we have times of depression or times when we're we're low, either physically or emotionally, financially, spiritually, um, we don't feel lovable. But the thing is that if you're a parent, you love your kid anyway, whether they're naughty or not. Sometimes you don't like them so much, but you always love them. Sometimes you want to slap them. And I'm sure God feels the same with us. You know, he loves us anyway, no matter what. And it's almost like his his hands are tied. He's waiting for us to ask for his help. And so that he can bless us. But we have to ask and we have to have faith that he will deliver what we need. So sometimes we, we don't believe that we're worthwhile. That, you know, we're unacceptable. Whatever may, mistake we've made is totally, you know, unforgivable. Which is the biggest pile of rubbish ever. Unless you've killed someone, everything is recoverable. Alright. I trust in love. And I think self-love would have to apply here as well. Because how can we love someone else if we can't show love to ourselves? We can't. I am forgivable. I no longer need to earn love. Now that's a really big one because many people feel that they have to earn love. And I know myself I've done that when I've been in uncomfortable situations and I just don't feel good about myself. I'll go to the kitchen and go and help with the dishes because I feel so uncomfortable. So it's kind of like an earning love. And so these are all like almost like false beliefs that we that have we have taken on that we own that are not true, you know, and it's, it's like we have to almost see them and to understand them to be able to discard them. Now some of these problems are generational. As you can see today, there's lots of generational things coming up. This is on dad's side, on dad's mum, and that one goes back quite a number of generations like 25 and emotional repression comes up again. So emotional repression is like hating people to know how you really feel. So it's almost like you know when we're upset with someone we'd hate them to know that we can't stand them at that particular point in time and we pretend it's okay. But the thing with that is our energy gives off that anyway and they kind of can smell it and yet we're our mouth saying something different. So it just makes it that we're not congruent. All right, a little bit more stuff with dad's mum herself. So next what comes up is others are okay if I have financial abundance. Okay. All right, something else is still in our past, age five. Um, what comes up here is I'm equal. So sometimes we don't feel that we're equal to other people, like I'm as valuable is what comes up. So age 15 comes up again at age 18. All right, so it's safe, I'm ready, I'm willing, I'm able to manifest financial abundance, I'm able to manifest all kinds of abundance. Abundance sits well with me, I'm worthy of it, I'm worthy of my highest dream, I'm worthy of achieving my highest goal. I'm okay with doing the work I need to to get there and I'm okay with being blessed and I'm okay with blessing others along the way as I do it. Great, okay, so now when we clear energy it's like... God, the universe knows exactly what our needs are. And as we clear energy and I muscle test these things, it's like it works no matter when we listen to it, even if we listen in six months or it still will be catering for the people that will listen then later. So feel free to share the recording with anyone that you would like because these things are for all of us to be helped and we're here to help each other. And you know, the people and the friends around us at this particular time are around us for a reason and we're there to support each other. Thank you to all of those that post um, comments and suggestions and struggles in the Facebook group. It really helps me when you do that, I can't tell you. Trying to think up a topic every week becomes a a big task. So if you have something you're struggling with, please, please put it in the group. I'm more than happy to help. And if there's someone that you're concerned about too, I was thinking we should have a list of people that we could include in our group clearing. So people that you're worried about that may not be open to energy just yet, we could still you know, include them in our clearing each week. So yeah, please, you know, let me know if there's someone you want to include and we'll include those people as we clear energy each each time. So thank you for being on the call with me and thanks for those that dialed in, really appreciate it. And those on the webcast, I I really value that and thank you so much for your support and your encouragement and I hope that I can pay that forward. And I, I wish you the best day today. Have a great day and you know, go out there and be yourself.